In this episode, we talk about soul care versus self-care, why we need both, and what I've been doing to take care of myself in the last month. Welcome to Deep Soul Care, the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the real you and care for the soul you are. I'm your host, Michelle Kampmeyer, and if you're ready to find out who you are deep down and live a truly authentic life, keep listening. And don't forget, we're in this together. Hey there, welcome to episode number 36 of the Deep Soul Care podcast. I'm glad you're tuning in today because I really want to talk to you about something that's been important to me lately, especially right now. It should always be important to us, but sometimes we don't realize how important it is to us when we haven't been doing it. So even though this show is about deep soul care, taking care of your whole being, working on your personal and self-development, really pushing yourself forward to be as authentic and real as you possibly can at all times, which isn't easy. I know that. I certainly have my moments where it's a lot harder than other times. But the goal of this podcast is to keep me doing that. I want to show up and be authentic and real with you. So this week, I want to talk about self-care, the kind that I don't necessarily equate with this podcast, but I'm realizing is incredibly important too. So I'm talking about those moments when you need a chocolate chip cookie to feel a little better or you take a bath or whatever self-care is to you, those moments of rest, of relaxation, of taking care of yourself in a way that you probably normally wouldn't because it feels too indulgent or like it wastes time or whatever reason you have that you don't participate in enough self-care. So I'm going to tell you guys about some stuff that I've been doing lately, and I want you to reflect on the things that you've been doing and maybe share with me so I can add some things to my list, or you can let me know if some of the things on my list are speaking to you. So what have I been doing in the last hmm, month or so, I suppose? I Well, I've done a lot of stuff, but in regards to self-care, I have been doing a lot more organizing around my house. Now, it doesn't look like it if you have participated in Zoom chats with me. I sometimes declutter and my desk ends up more of a mess than it normally is, which it's normally a gigantic mess to begin with. So sometimes it's worse, but you know, it is what it is. We we make a bigger mess sometimes when we clean. And I'll talk about that a little bit later on. But my desk isn't really necessarily what's been organized, although I did get a new organizer for my markers and my pens. I have a lot of Tombow uh, dual brush pens, and I love them, but I barely use them because I've kept them in my pack- in the original packaging, and that stays in a shelf on my desk where I can't even get to because my computer is in front of it. So not ideal, and what I did now was I got a really cool organizer that I can put them all in and I can see them all. I can use them whenever I want. It's so much easier. I've got the 
uh, Crayola super tip markers that I use in my bullet journal quite frequently. I have all of my pens. I got some zebra midliner highlighters and my uh, micron pens that I really love to use in my bullet journal all in one place now. And it's amazing. I love it. It's just so easy. It makes my life so much simpler. Ah, and it can make my bullet journal like an even better place than it already was because everything's right where I need it. So I've been doing that a little bit. I have also been keeping my kitchen clean. Not 100%. Uh, there are certain areas that I hadn't touched yet. But my stove, my sink is usually clear of dishes, dishes maybe drying on the counter, um, but I get those put away. My husband's been helping, but I feel really good about how clean I've been keeping the kitchen and the counters and all of that stuff. So that was the first step on my journey of really trying to take better care of my home. And my kitchen now is just a place I want to be all the time. I love it because it's a clear space. There's not clutter everywhere. Things are just where I want them to be and I can get to them and it feels clean and it's just nice to have a space like that. So I'm going to work on the floor in there next. Um, I want to really do like a deep clean mop and then uh, keep up with the sweeping and stuff like that more often than I've been doing. It's just... I feel so overwhelmed because I feel like I have to keep everything clean, but I started with my kitchen and being able to keep that clean for weeks has been a huge accomplishment and it just makes me feel really good. So that's awesome. I will take some other steps later on, but for now, uh, that's what we're starting with. I have also been taking my dog for walks around the block most mornings. It gets really hot here pretty quickly, but I have been able to get out in the morning to take Gretchen for a walk. She is 12, and she's got some pretty bad hips and joints, so we make it either over to the park and go around a little bit and then come back home, or we go around the block and then come back home, and I usually drop her off and then go out for myself for another half hour. So I've been exercising, which has been very good. But getting out at least around the block with my dog is the goal. Whether or not I go back out there is not necessarily the goal. I just want a, at least a little bit of exercise in the morning. Of course, around the block isn't a ton, but kind of starts the day off on a good track and feels good. And then I know that my dog's got some exercise. And most of the time, I just head back out there because I'm already ready. I'm dressed. I've got a book to listen to or a podcast to listen to. And I do it. So that's been amazing. I've also spent a lot of time with my bullet journal. And that should be no surprise. <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram, you might see my stories about my bullet journal. I don't necessarily post it to my actual feed all that often. I can. I love working in it. Uh, and I love creating spreads that are colorful and neat and very helpful to me. So I can share that more often if you guys would like. But I've been trying new spreads for my weeklies. I have been okay with making mistakes. It just kind of is what it is. I've got white out. I've got a white jelly roll pen to cover that stuff up. And there's always another blank page. So working on loosening the tight grip I've had on my perfectionism through my bullet journal, not needing to be okay with my habit tracker has helped as well. I track a lot of things every week and I don't necessarily do them every day. There are some things that I do every day and that's awesome and I'm noticing patterns, 
but I'm not forcing myself to do every single thing on my list every single day. What I get done gets done and using my bullet journal more as a reminder to be like, hey, you know what? You haven't done this thing today. Maybe you should. Or I can make the conscious choice not to instead of feeling like a lazy person who never does any of these things because I always forget. At least it's there and I have a reminder to do it even though I sometimes don't. (laughs) And that's okay. I took a bath not too long ago. It wasn't that great. Our tub is just, it's like a regular tub and I don't have any way to support my neck or anything. I did put uh, something on my Amazon list to hopefully make that better, I guess. It's like a, a bath pillow kind of thing. So I'll probably get one of those to see if that helps make a bath more relaxing. I don't have any bubble bath either, like a bath bomb. I don't I don't know. I just wanted to get in the warm water. I, I needed an Epsom salt bath because I pulled a muscle last week. So I was just glad I did it because normally I feel like it's a waste of time in a sense because I'm not doing anything else. So anytime I'm not multitasking, it's hard for me. I feel like I'm just wasting my time because I should be doing all of these other things, which is probably why I was having a really hard time recording a podcast episode those three weeks that I didn't record one because it's the only thing I can focus on when I'm doing it. There's nothing else that I could be doing right now except talking to you. So yeah, I'm doing a lot better with not needing to multitask all the time. Not saying that I'm not doing it. I do it all the time. (laughs) No matter how many times I know or remind myself that it's not great for whatever I'm doing, I'm still a multitasker. Uh, But yeah, so taking that bath was just, it was helpful. It was nice. It was kind of relaxing. The warm water felt good. I know it was good for my back, so I'm glad I did it. I have also been checking in with a group of friends every week, every Friday morning, for a course we were taking, which was really cool. And that's more soul care, I guess, because the course was called The Science of Wellbeing, and it was all about the science behind why we should do the things we should do that will make us happier. So basically, in a nutshell, most of the things that you think will make you happier don't, or they you know, they do for a second, but they it doesn't last. I made a post on my personal Facebook page about how the things that we think will make us happy don't necessarily do that for us. And I got a lot of comments about, well, this does make me happy, or maybe you've never had this because it makes me really happy. And it's like, okay, cool. If, if it makes you happy, that's amazing. Does it last though? You know? And I mean, nothing truly lasts, I suppose. Uh, but the idea behind the course was that doing things like meditating and savoring, which I will talk about a little later on, And what else do we learn about Uh, getting enough sleep, exercising, those kinds of things. And then valuing your time over making money. Those things make you happier in the long run. That's what we learned from the course. But checking in with my friends every week while we were working on this course together was absolutely amazing. I finished the course, which is something that I don't (laughs) normally do. I start a lot of things and then don't really finish them. But I also finished a course from Ashley Looker. She uh, released a body love course, a seven-day body love journey. And I did all of those videos. I was really proud of that. That got me thinking. And finishing this the science of well-being course with my friends was just, it felt really good and I learned so much and I had some accountability doing it and it gave me a chance to 
check in with people. You know, we don't have a lot of human connection right now if we're supposed to be quarantined and all of that. So it was really nice. We're starting a new course this week so we can still check in every day or every week because we all really liked being able to talk to each other and we had a really good time. So I'm glad that we get to keep doing that. Uh, I mentioned two weeks ago a group on Facebook called Wishlist Blessings. There are a couple of them out there now, and I've been using that group to send gifts basically to virtual strangers, but some of these people are no longer strangers to me anymore. We've gotten to know each other over the last few weeks, and some of them are now my friends on Facebook, and it's just been really really cool to get to know people that I wouldn't have gotten to know otherwise and learning their stories and being able to support them in their journeys. Some of them are single moms, some of them are artists, some of them are nurses and first responders. So it's just really cool to be involved with people that I wouldn't know otherwise. And yeah, I actually have received a lot of blessings and that has just been so cool. Like the whole thing has just been absolutely amazing. I am finding that receiving stuff is not nearly as exciting as giving stuff, which is what I was talking about earlier. I put a whole bunch of stuff on my wish list, things that I wanted or needed for around the house. And even as I get them, it's cool that I know that people were thinking of me, but getting the stuff is not nearly as fun as sending the stuff to people that they want. So it's been an interesting thing to see actually unfold in real time. But that group is amazing, and I suggest you find one, join one. It's just super cool. Uh, I mentioned Ashley Looker. She is absolutely incredible. If you guys aren't familiar with her, find her on Instagram because she's amazing. She has a podcast with her friend called Middle Finger to Perfection. It's amazing. (laughs) Everything about her is just super cool. She was my coach for a little while, and I love her. And she just released a journal deck, a journal card deck where you pull a card and it has a journal prompt and you journal about it. And I bought it. It's incredible. I'm so proud of her. I'm so excited to use this. And it's actually gotten me excited to start a new creative project, which feels really good for me. I haven't really had that creative energy. I've tried to write and it hasn't really been happening. I was starting new projects. I was trying to write projects that I'd already outlined, and it just just was not happening. So being able to start this new creative fun project, thanks to the inspiration and help, she's been a huge help, of my friend Ashley Looker. I am just, I'm over the moon. I'm really excited to dive into this project and, yeah, just love the journey. Like, it's it's nice to be able to feel creative again, so I'm really happy with that. I have also been drinking a lot of tea again. I love tea, you guys. I never thought I would be that person who would say that. I never thought those words would come out of my mouth, but they do all the time because I love tea. <laughs> and I love herbal tea. I love different ki- different types of tea. I don't necessarily love like green tea or black tea. I really like mint tea and chamomile tea and lavender tea and Uh, There's a brand called Tiesta, I think that's how you say it, and they have a whole bunch of different types of tea. In fact, I'm about to take the first sip of their peppermint cocoa tea. That one struck my fancy. I love dessert tea or chocolate tea. Those uh, make me very happy. 
So I finally got some and I'm going to try that. Uh, but yeah, I love tea and I've been drinking a lot of it. In fact, it's something that I'm tracking in my bullet journal to make sure I'm getting a cup of tea every day. If I don't, I don't. But if I do, then I know that I did something that feels really good for me that day. And you know, if it's not tea, it's one of my lattes. I love my golden milk lattes so much. I make my own milk and I have my own mix that I put together of the stuff that I love. So those make me feel really good. But tea is just a little bit easier to make for the most part because it doesn't require my magic bullet or a blender. So yeah, I've been drinking a lot of tea and it's nice to just sit down and have a cup or to have a cup while I'm watching a show with my husband or yeah, just feels good. I've also been doing a warm mug of lemon water in the morning. And that is like first thing. That's what I do as soon as I get out of bed. And that feels really good. Like I know that the lemon water is cleansing and it's a way for me to wake up my digestive system. And that feels really good. So I keep doing that. Either way, whatever you choose to do when you wake up in the morning, I hope it's something that feeds your soul and makes you feel good. That's what matters. (laughs) Uh, I've also been listening to a lot of audiobooks. I wrote in my notes, reading books, but I'm not doing a whole lot of actual reading because, again, that's another thing that requires my soul attention, and that just hasn't been all that great for me. So audiobooks are amazing because I can listen to them while I'm on a walk or doing the laundry or the dishes or while I'm juicing oranges, whatever. I listen to a lot of books. I listen to a lot of podcasts, too. I love true crime podcasts for the most part. Uh, But books have been making sort of a reappearance in my life. They're a little bit longer than podcasts, uh, so uh, my attention span needs to be able to keep up with it. I'm very particular, and if I don't get into it right away, then it just doesn't happen. But I've gotten into several books, and I'm super excited about that. Uh, The first one that I want to talk to you about is called How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind by Dana K. White. And this book is not necessarily what got me on the house cleaning organization track, but it reaffirmed what I want to do with my home. And it was actually kind of crazy because her suggestion of how to start is exactly the way I started without knowing that she was going to suggest that. So yeah, reading that book, I'm like, yes, I'm on the right track. I'm doing what I should do and it feels good. And and her book really spoke to me. So if you are someone who's kind of, I don't want to use the slob word, but that's the word she used. I'm, I guess I'm a slob. I just, you know, I, I don't know if it's like the artistic brain where I just don't want to put things away. I don't know what it is. I just, uh, and then when people are coming over, it's like that mad dash to get everything done and, and cleaned up so that you don't look like a slob. You know, I don't want to live that life anymore. So I have to start cleaning up after myself. And I'm realizing that keeping up with it is what makes it so much easier. And if you keep up with it, it's not such a big chore or like this huge project. You know, if your dishes aren't all piled in the sink for four days, then guess what? It's not as hard to do, you know, when you just have the dishes for dinner. So yeah, we're getting it done and it's amazing. So if you haven't checked out that book, you should. Uh, Fiction wise, I am obsessed with Tara Jenkins Reid right now, or is it Tara Reid Jenkins? I really should have looked that up before I started recording. Uh, Anyway, the book is called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. It is 
the best book I have read in a very long time. I am obsessed with it. I'm telling everybody that they need to read it. And then everybody who's already read it has told me to read Daisy Jones and the Six by the same author, which I'm currently listening to. And it's also amazing. So go read her if you haven't yet. And then uh, I did read a book because I had to edit it. But I love working with this client. Her books are always so amazing. And yeah, she co-wrote with another author I'd worked with in the past. And it was just so cool to see these two bring their different series together. And oh my gosh, it was amazing. So it's Ali Martinez and M. Maybe. The book is called When the Walls Come Down. It actually comes out today as you are listening to this. It will be out today, which is amazing. Yay. Congratulations, ladies. They are working on book two, which is up for pre-order on Amazon, and I get to work on that one. I feel so blessed. I'm so thankful. Uh, If you like rom-com, then please go read this book because it's just amazing. (sighs) Okay. So last but not least, uh, I have been savoring things. And like I said, that was part of the course that I took. I learned it from that course. The course is The Science of Well-Being on Coursera. And they talk about savoring things. Basically, it's staying in the moment while you're doing something and taking a second to enjoy what you're doing. So whether it's a cup of tea or whether it's a meal that you're eating, I have been trying to chew a lot more slowly and fully to enjoy the meal to help with my digestion, which has been amazing. I savor my lattes. I savor hugs with my husband. And a couple of times while I've been on the couch watching something, my cat has come up and lay down on like my whole torso and he curls up and he gets all cute and it's adorable and he's on my lap for like an hour and a half and we just spend some time together and I pet him and I savor his soft fur and his warmth and it just feels really good, which is nice because I don't know, he's kind of a terror. So (laughs) it's always nice when he's like being a good little kitty. And I get to savor that time with him. So I love that. So yeah, those are all the things that I've been doing for some self-care, for some rest, some recharge, some, mm, I guess, proactive things so that, you know, I can take care of my home and have it be less cluttered so my brain is less cluttered, just so that all around I'm feeling a little bit better, whether that's, you know, 1%, 10%. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Any percentage is good in my book. So I want to hear what you've been doing for some self-care. How have you been taking care of yourself? I know we talked a little bit about this in the last episode, you know, what we're doing to take care of ourselves and to be kind, right? Being gentle with how we're doing, not being too harsh on our progress, whether things are going our way or not. But For this, how are you slowing down? You know, what are you doing that's really helping you maybe not just be gentle, but to keep moving forward? So let me know. I want you to reach out to me on Instagram. You can find me at Michelle Campmeyer. You can email me at michellecampmeyer at gmail.com. Let me know what you are up to. I want to hear about it. And my action step for you this week is to do something on your self care list. If you don't have one, make one. I suggest starting with 10 things, but ultimately the list should be about 20 so that you can pick one at any given moment and take five minutes to yourself if that's all you have. If you can take a little bit longer, great. 
Uh, but if you only have five minutes, pick something on your list that you can do for those five minutes to make yourself feel better. So if you don't have a list, make one. If you do, do something on that today so that you can take care of yourself because that is the goal. That's what I want for you. It's what I want for all of us. So please take care of yourself, take care of your soul, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I release a new one every single Thursday, so hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. If you want to reach out to me, please do so. I'd love to hear from you. I'm on Instagram at Michelle Campmeyer, and my email is michellecampmeyer at gmail.com. And if you would, send this episode to someone who might need to hear this message. Take care of your soul, and I'll talk to you next week.